0: Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Many of you have been faithful listeners and givers for the eight awesome years of this podcast, and we so appreciate you. We're taking a little break in order to redesign our podcast. In the meantime, we're putting up some of our favorite, most listened to episodes. We hope they encourage you to apply grace to your daily life. This episode is from our Cure and Parents series. Listen in.
1: Welcome to the face Podcast. Okay. Hey, we're all here today. All right. Whoa, we haven't been all here. That's true. That's for sure. In more ways than uh, one. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Where, where were you? Were you around last week? Or? I
2: was in Albuquerque. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah. What a great time I had in Albuquerque. Really? really? Incredibly good time. There's all sorts of people who have been through our stuff, and we didn't know they existed. Mm. You know, and so it was signing old books that, that were... You know, marked through, and just yeah. beautiful oh, stories. I just wish you could have all been there for their stories of redemption and healing and freedom and uh, just beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful beautiful
1: and and they were, if I remember, influenced by Atlanta, Is yes, that
2: right? uh, Reggie Campbell's uh, radical mentoring. They went, they used that for 250 students and they had a graduation that I got to speak at. That was, that was one of the nights. And uh, so that was a beautiful thing because we've been part of that with Reggie for a couple of years down. uh, The fact we'll be going back and he's doing a magnificent work of a mentoring uh, program that people are using all over the world. But, uh, and then the first night they had groups all sorts of groups, a thousand people in in the auditorium, and then they would break out into different groups like depression, anxiety, same sex attraction, all sorts of. Must have been fifty, hundred groups of, of of
1: magnificent. They're in Albuquerque. They're in Albuquerque, wow. Sagebrush,
2: wow. and they're doing some great work there. Hmm. Really, wow. really. Praise so God. it was a powerful, powerful, surprising time for me to experience wow. there. Good for
3: you. So so terrific.
1: Yeah. Well, we're doing uh, the Cure and Parents series here on this podcast, and, and we started out with taking those questions, but now we want to take a little different angle and we want to kind of work our way through the book, through some of the themes yeah. that are in the book.
0: We're a little closer to the book itself in, in hard copy being released, and so we wanted to jump into that. But it's still uh, and has been available on Kindle, iBooks, and audiobook. And I know I keep saying it, but if you don't have an Audible account and you want this book for free, then you can try it out for free. I'm not saying that you necessarily should go get an account and then cancel it just to get the book for free. But you can do that. <laughs> and so much better than a John Grisham book. I mean, I, I well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Christ we're going to start walking. Story. Yeah, he does. We're going to start walking through this book. Terrific. It's a little different than a John Grisham, but that's okay. So we are going to start with the introduction. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, I thought that we would just start by reading this portion that, uh, John, you were just telling us that that uh, a friend of yours had just said. Oh, yes, sir, we have some
2: deal. dear friends. You, you've gotten to visit them. The Adams. Yes, uh, Jeff in, and Kim. In Hawaii. Yes. Where are they? On, uh, They're in Kauai. Kauai. Mm-hmm. And uh, she just wrote because she had gotten an advanced copy of, uh, of this. And she says, can I just read the introduction to you folks. And so it was so sweet to have her deeply influence that. I didn't realize it was them. I know them. That's fantastic. Hello.
0: Um, Okay. So this is how it starts. Um, Or at least a little bit down the page. It said, because God's primary goal is earning my trust so he can love me and increasingly mature me, correct my behavior and free my life. I will attempt to offer the same for my child. God has done endlessly more than enough to have earned my trust. But he knows until I actually, practically trust him, very little he desires for me will come to pass. My lack of trust comes from my fear of trust, not his worthiness to be trusted. So, because he loves me so deeply, he continually reveals himself as trustworthy, breaking down my fears and walls of self-preservation. And as I grow to trust the perfectly trustworthy one, I heal, I mature, I become free. It's why David called out, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good mm-hmm. in Psalm 34. Mm-hmm. Eight, he was saying, when you are able to see him accurately and trust his intentions for you, oh, what a marvelous life mm-hmm. you will have mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Johnny, you pointed
1: this out to us earlier. Well, I, I, us. I
2: tell you, I, I think that line, my lack of trust comes from my fear of trust, not his unworthiness to be trusted. Um, he is constantly worthy of my trust, but but he knows I'm just coming out of my shell, I, that I live with this fear ongoing, and it doesn't automatically, immediately my first default is to trust him. And he knows that. And he says, it's okay. And Mm -hmm. you're right on time. And I will keep revealing myself. Even in some of your failures where you choose not to trust me, I will be trustworthy and you will uh, play with that for a while. You will not trust it for a while and you will mature into trust. And it will allow me to love you, release you, protect you, influence you. So it's an, an amazing thing to realize god does not impose himself to to fix things and get things done he 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 himself chooses to use trust as the currency of how he will do anything in our lives amen amen amen
0: he he does it in such a way that he really is not just gentle not just caring but i when i read that and i know it's to be true it just gives you such a picture of his doting, his love, his, uh, his sense of not being more than not being disappointed, but just, it's like when with my kids, when I just, I can't not want their best and it's okay if they can't receive my best. Yeah, I mean, I get frustrated. I'm not perfect or whatever, but it doesn't ever keep me from wanting to just keep giving my best. And if. And them getting my best means I just need to keep showing them then I, that is not a frustration of my yeah. heart at the core. Yeah. It's me getting to just more and more express my love. And I think of God, like God's not a God who gets like, would you just get it? Oh gosh. It's his, his mode is always one of just wanting, wanting, wanting to express who he is. Mm-hmm.
2: Amen. So I, I, I love that it starts up by saying, because God's goal and primary goal is that, he, then I'm going to make the decision to attempt to offer the same for my child. Yes. So it, it really becomes the template for the entire <coughs> yeah. book.
1: It does. That if
2: that's the way you are, God, and the way you want to raise me, will you teach me how to raise my child? That's Amen, the same child.
1: way. Amen. We've had a couple of readers already say, how do you know that that's God's primary goal? As we, you know, that's our foundation for this book. So how how do we know that that's his primary goal Mm -hmm. is earning my trust? Uh,
2: I
3: I think it's in part because um, he understands that until I trust him, no matter how much he loves me, I can't experience that love. He knows that. And so his primary goal is for me to trust him so he can love me.
0: Yes, because okay. his primary goal is to love him is me. to love yes, me. so there has okay. to
3: be nothing that can come before
2: that
0: you
3: exactly know. and so and then and then he also knows, as David has described, he knows me, so his trust is primary for me to let him in hmm. to let him in to actually let his truth in. I mean, so many of us struggle with. Believing the Bible but never trusting its truth right and 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 so therefore, his primary goal is trust because without it, I can't experience yes. love or truth and
2: let's say it's trust of his person, of his character exactly. of his ability to do what he says he
3: of will his do, motives of his motives of That's his right.
2: purposes, yeah. of his
3: direction for my life. so uh, I can know quote a lot about God. But if I don't understand the key to my experiencing God is trust, I'll just know a lot about him. And you know what we'll get trapped in? Because we've written to this in another book. I'll get trapped into therefore trying to please him. I will define him on terms I understand if I don't trust him. If I trust him, then I'm trusting who he is.
0: And doesn't that show not only his love, but his profound respect for his own artistry that he made us his unique creations that he's not going to force his love upon. He's going to make sure that we get to trust him or not. Amen. It's this whole like I want you to experience my love. And so it's not just I'm going to put a chip in you that makes you, you know, yeah. feel it.
3: You know, it's the same experience that Jesus had with the disciples. He called him. He called every one of them. They followed him, but they didn't trust him yet. They they didn't yet trust him. They they thought he was like any other rabbi. Good guy, we son of God? Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Yeah, I'm in a new world here.
2: It takes trust to do that. But I can't heal, huh? Or mature no. without that. And in in some of the strongest leaders in the body of Christ who do the most stuff have not figured out that riddle yet. Yeah. exactly yeah. John
0: so right. we're we're not perfect by any stretch God is right he's the perfectly trustworthy one we're the minorly trustworthy ones what does it mean then yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Is it? so our trustworthiness takes on a little bit different flavor but it's just as important so what does it look like to become trustworthy when you're not perfect mm. as a parent
2: well I, 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 I because I have to do this a lot H- had to do it last night um you have to be winnable is one. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to have the willingness to say, I blew it, yeah. and not use your role or your power or your strength of your voice or anything else to, to try to uh, wash that over. Because our kids are wired to follow us, even in our imperfection of being trustworthy, as long as we will admit to it. Because that's... That's, that's the integrity the part of it. That's that really key. is the integrity part of it. They, yeah. they can go, well, I'm okay. If you mess up, I, I, I expect that. But if I can't get you to own it, then I can't trust you. Yeah, I, I think that's
3: the answer, David, at least in my heart, when you ask that question. It's like, would a child trust me if I acted like I had it all together? Why would they? Will a child trust me if I'm honest with them who I really am? And if I really am imperfect? Absolutely. That's the whole key. And and plus there's another, it's, it's later one of our themes, but there's another reality here. I can't let my children know who I am if my shame still defines me. Yeah. So one of the things that happens is that imperfection, he is dealing with that reality in me. That's he's, kind he's, of our whole first yeah. chapter, isn't it? It is, yeah.
0: it is right. our whole first chapter. So, if that's true, it, if I believe that I must please God to be in His good graces, then that means that I automatically will create that dynamic for my child. Absolutely. But if I choose to trust God imperfectly, though He's perfect, then I have the opportunity to create that kind of environment for mm. my child.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And that's true of all our relationships, yes. marriage relationships, body of Christ. Uh, mm-hmm. it, Paul, Paul says this primary goal issue in another way in Galatians five, six. He says the only thing that counts yeah. is trust expressing itself through love. Amen. really those,
2: hated that when you gave me that slip of paper 15 years ago, and <laughs> you know, I just didn't want to didn't wanna hear that at a particular time. That's
1: a powerful,
2: uh, it, powerful, life-free
1: verse. It really is. And it ties those two inseparable realities of amen. trust and love uh, together and says it's the only thing. It's amen. the primary That's,
3: goal. Amen. And so we have reasons for calling it the primary. Yes, we do. Be- because without it, You can't get to.
1: We can't get to relationship with God. That's the key. That's how we we met him in the first place.
3: Exactly.
1: It wasn't pleasing him. It was trusting him. Amen. Nobody becomes a believer by pleasing him. Our theologies have got
3: it so upside down. And and so our our goal is for parents to get that primary reality in their own relationship with God and then to model it for their children to have it with them.
0: So as we keep doing this podcast, one of the things that we'd love is if you're reading the book or listening to the book or listening to this podcast, and you are having moments where you're having epiphanies or being encouraged or what we're saying is, is just bringing your heart alive. Write to us, let us know. Uh, that's right. write to uh, me you can write to david at trueface.org that's trueface without a d so t-r-u-e-f-a-c-e dot org and uh, we would be so blessed to get to read those yes. stories and it also helps us to be able to speak to what exactly you're hoping to Amen. know about yes. so that we can direct this toward our friends and we can do this together
2: And and, and also as you're reading this if you're Really, really enjoying it. Put something on Amazon. It is a powerful gift. Mm-hmm. It's, it is. it is. We couldn't have much of a better way of people finding out about this book. That's true. Uh, than... So just take the time to do it. Plus, it, it gives me something to read when I go to that site, which is about 11 times a day. So <laughs> the, really, really, please. You're not exactly uh, uh, yeah, you know. so. If it was if only 11. If I you want yeah, 45 yeah, no. 40 seconds of
0: John's time, <laughs> you may not get to experience it yourself, but believe me, he'll read it. I'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. You guys.
1: Thanks for listening to the True Face Podcast. If you would like to join the many listeners who support Trueface financially or sign up for our monthly newsletter, please visit trueface.org. If you'd like to read the materials these podcasts reference, visit trueface.store.